Welcome to Continuous Plays, The Art of Slaying, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer retrospective featuring Brian Thomas. Interesting. I like it. I didn't see this part. And Jay Newcastle. Well, she is a California blonde, and so some things don't change. (laughs) Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the copyright of Fox Television Studios, and any discussion of the characters, episodes, or music is strictly for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to the Art of Slaying, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer retrospective. I'm Jay. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Season 6, Episode 20, Villains, written by Marty. Oh my God, no sex? Noxon. (laughs) (laughs) Willow tries to bring Tara back to life, but she is told that it won't work because hers is a natural death. Angry that she died, Willow runs to the magic shop and draws the dark powers from the books into her, causing her hair and eyes to turn black. She goes to the hospital and removes the bullet from Buffy, saving her life. Willow tells Xander and Buffy they have to find Warren and make him pay. She finds him on a bus, only it's a robot Warren. Then, of course. You know, of course. Then she finally tells Buffy and Xander about him killing Tara. Buffy won't let Willow kill a human and sets out to stop her. Buffy, Xander, and Anya finally find Willow in the woods, only it is too late for Warren because Willow has killed him by ripping off his skin and setting him on fire, finishing with the words, one down, as the credits roll. That is the plot summary, Jay, for episode 20, Villains. Um, Some dark stuff happening here with Willow. Including hair dye. Well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, well, you know, (sighs) I guess we should just talk about it. And we need to address this, so I'm just going to ask the question. Are we meant to believe Willow is the big bad? No, I don't think so. Okay, I don't either, and people have told me that, and I said, I don't really think so. I think she's just the pissed-off, vengeful thing at the end. I said, I don't think they really had a corporeal big bad all year. I want to say that now. Yeah. I think that's that wasn't – It was there was never even anything like the initiative hanging around. It was just life. Right, you know, and this is part of life. This is how a pissed off, angry Wicca can take her vengeance, right? It's how this one does, for sure. And, you know, we need to talk about this. And and I guess abstractly, before we get into the detail of the episode, are you surprised that Willow could summon this and do this at all? Was it a shock to you, I guess is what I'm asking? No, I think that was the whole point of her going through her struggle throughout the season is that this is the path that it could lead to if she lets herself go to magic, right? I think that's the whole point. And so if she lets herself go to dark magic, I think right, we should, we should qualify that in there because that's specifically what she goes after. Yes. Is the dark stuff at the end, which is, you know, and that's the shocking uh, turn. I mean, Alison Hannigan's red hair is one of her trademarks, you know, as an actress. I mean, you just can't miss it. And to dye it jet black and to go with that veiny look and all that stuff. I mean, it was a, definitely a different look for. Willow, I and mean, we've seen Vampire Willow, which was a shock back in the day, right? Yeah. But uh, this is a whole other level. It is. Uh, she's completely different looking. Uh, they even uh, shade her eyes black and, and everything, and she's all dressed in black. I mean, she's totally gothic at this point, right? Before gothic was really even in. She's got that look going. She is not there, you know? And they make a point to let you know that this isn't, for say... For 
for ease of use willow this isn't willow this is the black magic consuming willow and now using right. her feelings to unleash pain on the world it- it's the ultimate, I mean, Anya calls it out even later on is that, you know, she is a woman who's been wronged and therefore, you know, Anya would have been her vengeance demon, mm-hmm. but she's so beyond that that she doesn't even want a vengeance demon to do it for her. She's just going to take care of it herself. Right. And I thought that was a, a very interesting and kind of neat way to reveal that. And it, it gave Anya a different or not a different, it gave her a layer back to her character that hadn't been there since she wasn't a demon, but it kind of reminded me of the way she was in season three when she first joined the gang. She was so fresh out of that that she had all that demon knowledge right there. You know, and she's become more human the last couple of years, but now I mean, she's, she is a demon again, and she says gosh, she doesn't even want my help. Yeah. And I could, you know, I was the worst of all of them and she didn't even, she's on a totally different dark place. I love how the, the beginning of it, though, she calls out to the Osiris God to bring Tara back to life and he's like her death didn't involve magic you, you know, how dare you summon us or whatever and I, I thought that was really interesting because that's been an under you know the storyline of the season right is that she used this powerful magic to bring Buffy back and the reason it worked is because Buffy died from magical ways right. and not normal ways but the fact that uh, Tara got shot in the back is uh, you know, the, the she died uh, uh, for better way of saying a natural cause. I'm like, it's not very natural that people get shot. I mean, that's just not. But I get what he's saying, and I liked that there wasn't that easy out, and that that really pissed her off. Mm-hmm. You know, in like a huge way. It's like you're telling me we can do all this other crap, and we can turn ourselves into rats for years, and then come back, and everything's fine. You know, we can do all that, but you can't fix this. And it's like, uh, it's almost like if if you want to consider this like religion or whatever, she becomes like the ultimate heretic. All of a sudden, you know, right. she's going to use it against them. She's going to use it against the natural order of what she's supposed to be doing. And I thought that was a, uh, a I don't know, a, a, a good way to go with it if they were going to bring this storyline back up and go with this. That it was going to be Vengeful Willow that, you know, set everything into motion, tumbling toward the end. I agree. I thought it was a good way to use the story that we've been following now, right? You know, that's just one of the pieces. You've got this trio that's going to get their comeuppance, or so we are led to believe. And you've got Willow, who's been, you know, staying off the dark magic for so long, and it takes this traumatic, traumatic event, and it just shows her relapse. And, it, and it's a good metaphor, I think, for a lot of uh, uh, of people who have addictions, is that a, a traumatic event, such as a death of a loved one or things like that can trigger a relapse and almost a worse than before relapse. And so that's kind of what we're seeing here. And I thought it was a good way to, to go about this. I mean, I'm not sure how else they would have really dealt with what was going on. And, and we talked about the big bad being life. And I think that's exactly right. Uh, throughout the season, there is no real big bad. You've got many bads throughout it. You got the trio and you got the addictions. You got the dealing with um, coming back from the dead and the relationships that are going on. I mean, these are all life issues. And so, yeah, I think that that's the big bad. And and this is a way to kind of bring this all full circle. Now you got willows in deep and it's going to take something beyond magic, which, you know, is what she's depending on to bring her back. And, And now it's the struggle to stop her from going too deep by killing a human being. Once you do that, it's hard to come back from them. Anything. 
Right, and you know, and Buffy's talked about that several times. And remember what happened with Faith. Yeah. After she killed the deputy mayor, I mean, she spent years in darkness. And what's not on this show, but happens over on the Angel show, is her redemption. Right. And the fact that Angel is key in that, and that it, you know, one of the things he, you know, Buffy just wants to pummel her, and it doesn't necessarily kill her, but he wants to beat her within an inch of her life. And Angel stops her and says, "You don't know what it's like to take human life and then have to live with it." Right. And he said, "I do," and that's where she is, and I can save her. And he, you know what? He's right. He does. Yeah. I mean, he he redeems Faith, and Faith actually becomes a big part of uh, what was season four on uh, on or was it three? And Faith becomes a big part of one of the later seasons in Angel um, before returning back to Buffy here. So it, you, that kind of storyline has been used before by this crew and, and that's where they're going to this debate of whether or not Warren should be killed for what he's done. Right. You know, and that, that happens back at the house. You know, Buffy and Xander go back there. And we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but what, what did you make of um, the way Warren starts to celebrate at the, you know, the demon bar about killing the Slayer. And yeah. then they're all like, well, clearly you don't watch the news, but we were going to eat you, but then we decided we'd just let her kill you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? So I, I, I thought that was fun. I thought it was funny as well. I thought it was an enjoyable scene and how he's, he's just, I mean, he thinks he can just walk into a demon bar because he killed the Slayer and now they're all going to be his friends. That's funny. Number one. And then yeah. learning the fact that after he buys around for everybody that, uh, he, in fact, didn't succeed in his mission. And the interesting part here, Jay, is that all this is going down and Buffy's being rushed to the hospital and there's nobody who knows yet that Tara is also in that house dead. So she's just right. laying there the whole time and nobody's reported that there's another person that got shot. Nobody knows except for Willow, who's gone. And then, of course, Don, who walks in on it and finds out, um, which is horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hated that for her. I mean, clearly that is a very, very difficult moment for, and, oh, it really brings the humanity back on the show. You know, it's like Dawn doesn't have special powers or anything like that. And she, she would react kind of like Xander, mm -hmm. you know, when he sees this kind of thing is that there's, you know, how can that happen? You know, somebody who had been ripped out of her life then brought back in is all of a sudden gone again. So, yeah. you know, talk about abandonment issues. They're, there they are again and in a terrible way. And, and I think, you know, she cared about Willow too. I mean, not Willow. She loved Tara very well, much, absolutely. you know, not romantically, but she, you know, she was well, very close they, to her. They did a lot of things together while Buffy was dead. It was yeah. Tara and Willow who took care of her. So exactly. Yeah. And, you, and you kind of got the sense that it was probably, I mean, a lot of Tara very much had that motherly, you know, kind of way about her. And she was very protective of, and, and protective of Dawn in a lot of ways too. And so, I don't know. I just thought, um, I thought that was really sad and a, and a, a but a, an interesting moment in the way that she, um, dealt with it. You mm -hmm. know? What did you make of the way that, um, Willow just walks into the hospital and basically does magic surgery on Buffy? Um, I thought it was interesting because it seemed like, uh, the, they, she may have died had Willow not shown up, but it also yeah. shows her, 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 that Willow is still in there and she still has feelings for her friends, which is something that you, you don't know because she's gone to this dark side, but she doesn't want Buffy to die. At least not yet, right? She wants to save her friend. And so she goes in there and does that, but she also, I don't know, maybe it's a selfish reason she wants Buffy's help getting Warren as well. 
I think that's it too. And let's not mistake the fact that she pulls that bullet out, which by the way is pristine. I'm like, that's not what happens when a bullet hits things. It's a watermelon, whatever it crushes, but whatever. So she grabs that bullet and she hangs onto it. And that's going to come into play later in the episode, you know, and I think she's fixated on, you know, just a little thing like this, you know, to take somebody out. And I think she, she's just, uh, you know, and like I said, in this grief rage thing, and that's why she goes to, you know, goes and rips off essentially the magic shop by, you know, diluting all those books of their words and power. And I thought that was a, a real weird looking scene too. I, I'm like, wow, this is, like the words are absorbing into her. Like this was, that was very strange. But I guess that's her getting a fix, as it were, at will or whatever. And then isn't it uh, a Warren who goes to like her old demon buddy or old magic buddy Rack? By the way, it was like mm-hmm. wanting to be juiced up, and he's like, "Well, you're, he you're goes in to, he goes to rack for protection, right? Once he finds out that uh, Buffy has survived and Tara is the one who was killed, he knows, you know, that she's after him, <laughs> and right. that he has nothing to stop her. And so, yeah, he goes to to rack, which is interesting. You know, he pays twenty bucks to find out where it's at, and I like racks or comment. Oh, well, usually you can pay five and get there. I'll remember that next time. <laughs> uh, that was a good move. But just the, I like the whole scene because you see Rack, he knows he can feel the surgeons from Willow. They, they had that bond from when he was basically giving her her fix and he can feel it in the magic world, the surge of power that she has gained and he can sense her. He knows where she's at. He knows what she's wanting to do. And he basically tells Warren, you know, you're screwed. She is pissed off and she is coming for you. And when she finds you, it's good night time. And so Warren's yeah. basically yelling. I mean, Warren's a cocky little son of a bitch. I mean, he just keeps yelling at him like, this guy could probably kill him in a second. Yet he's being arrogant telling him that, you know, he he needs protection and this and that. And he's going to pay him. So shut up. Stop talking and quit telling him about what Willow's doing this and that. Just help him. You know, I mean, what a dork. <laughs> well, again, it's that. It's that stupid teenage mentality. He thinks he can buy his way out of trouble. And that's, you know, essentially what he's trying to do here. And I mean, there's, there's no amount of money on earth that can get him out of the hole he's dug himself in at this point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I mean, he's got, he's got Buffy to worry about now coming after him. He's got angry Willow, you know, coming after him. He's got the law after him. I mean, this dude is, is a wanted man in every way. He also doesn't have his little lackeys to do his dirty work anymore. No. And, and that, and that weakens him in a serious way. I mean, as, as incompetent and useless as Andrew and Jonathan can be, they were, pretty integral to everything he was trying to do it was always one of them that was summoning the new demon or going through the portal or doing this that and the other and you know he rarely was a part of any of that and they aren't there anymore they're in jail and that's um you know that puts warren in a in a very vulnerable state and i don't i think he's starting to realize how screwed he is yeah and and maybe it's not until you know the end of it when he really knows then but he i mean i think you've hit on something there he is so cocky and it 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 just doesn't i don't know it feels so fake and i think it is fake i think it's supposed to or whatever but it just makes me just hate the character even more Mm -hmm. it's like god you're also just really stupid arrogant and and a jerk 
Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why would you? You know, it reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Heat, uh, the, um, the Michael Mann big robbery movie. There, there's a guy in there that hooks up with the, the robbers. He's just like a one time deal. And he ends up, you know, killing a guard and just causing all kinds of hell for him. And, like they're so outdone with him, they try to shoot him at a restaurant, you know, that night because they're just done with the guy. And I'm because he's doing the same stuff. He's talking all this trash, like he's this, that, and the other. But he's the dumbest one, mm-hmm. and he's got the happy trigger. And I kind of feel the same way about Warren. It's like, yeah, this guy needs to be, you know, put in the street and done. You know, this is terrible. If, if this was old West, Clint Eastwood would have shot him first. I mean, there was no way that that loudmouth kind of guy would have lasted this long. But he's, yeah, he's gotten by to this point, you know, and. um but his fate is a big topic of really the middle of this episode. You know, Buffy and Xander and, and even Willow are arguing about what should happen to Warren while they're chasing him down. Yeah. You know, Buffy isn't convinced that he should die for his crimes. And even though at that point she doesn't know he killed Tara. But I don't think that would have changed her mind either. No, I don't think so. She she's she knows that this is not a magical thing that he needs to face the human wrath and is it perfect absolutely not but it's still the process that they have to go through she can't you can't and he's human i mean he's he's, for as bad and evil as he is as xander even states you know he's he's no better than any of the demons that you kill it's the fact that he's a human and that's not their job is not to take out justice on humans it's to you know get rid of the the evil and the demons in the world, not not the humans. And she's the only one who seems to be fully against going after Warren at all and letting that the human justice system take care of what he need, it needs to take care of with him. But Xander, while more towards Buffy's side of things, sees Willow's side and doesn't disagree necessarily with it. Well, yeah, I mean, she lashes out at them when they, you know, bring up the idea that, you know, using that kind of magic, you're using magic again, Willow, that's going to corrupt you or whatever. Like, she totally rejects that from them and goes off really on her own. And I mean, that's how they, you know, involve Anya in this thing is that they've, they've got to find Willow and, and that she might be a good barometer for it because she can sense Willow's, you know, thirst for judgment or justice or whatever and so that's how they're able to pursue through the forest and everything before we get to the end of the forest though Brian, we do need to take a little detour to africa um, (laughs) where apparently spike also misses the reins of and he goes into a, a cave and he wants to be restored to what he once was and the demon says okay you probably won't live through this and i think it's pathetic that feelings for the slayer of what have led you here yeah and i would just like to applaud that demon for saying what i believe me and a lot of other people feel too <laughs> yes uh he basically tells him he's a pathetic pathetic form of a demon right because he's right. got these feelings that drive him and because of those feelings he he's just a wuss and doesn't really deserve well, it and so he'll put him through the trials but he ain't gonna survive I'll go back to something that was said by Spike himself in season four. I may be love's bitch, but at least I'm a man enough to admit it. Or was that season three? I don't uh, remember. But it, he said previously those words, and it it was true. And clearly that's why he's here, and it's ridiculous. Uh, what is his end game? Does he want to become what he once was? In other words, he wants to chip out so he can go, what, kill Buffy? Is that what he wants? That's what they want you to believe. Right. That's what they want you to believe is that he is there to get the chip removed so he can now attack. Well, and he doesn't need the chip removed to attack Buffy, right? That's the little, that's what I'm that's saying. The little piece that they're hoping you forget. 
uh, throughout all this I- is that he doesn't need the chip to attack Buffy. He doesn't need the chip to to get revenge on her. So um, they're trying to make you maybe think, it's so he can attack everyone else. No, no, I, no. They want you yeah. to believe that he's there to get the chip removed so he can become his normal badass self, his his v- vampire days, and become William the Bloody again. But uh, as we'll find out later, that isn't the case. Yeah, I, like I say, I was just like, and now we're in a cave, and Spike wants the chip out again. I was, I was like, Ugh, well, no. you know what? They got to get the damn chip out at some point, right? Oh God, yeah. You know the chip guy. You talk about the storyline that has lasted way longer than it should. Have. Yeah, no doubt. That, yeah, I mean that has just. You, know, you think hey, wash your hair a couple times, maybe it'll get wet. <laughs> you know, well, you know what? Have someone out. drill into your head because it ain't gonna kill you, and just get it out. Exactly. At this point, what is have I Clem mean, do it? There's, yeah, Clem can't handle that for you. He seems to have been around a while and a decent guy. So I mean, mm. uh, whatever. You know, Clay, Clay, Clay fighting spikes or cave fighting spike, whatever. So we also need to we, talk to Jay about um, how we get to, to Willow here, and that is a yeah. big time reveal to the rest of the group because before now we know what Anya has become, but they don't. And she, when she admits right. that she knows where she is and can sense her because, you know, the, the vengeance demon can sense a vengeful woman. And uh, Xander goes, Oh, leftovers from your days. And she goes, No, not leftovers. And then yeah. the big reveal that she is now once again a vengeance demon. I thought it yeah. was a, uh, well in the making. We needed to find, let them know that this is happening. But, um, you know, having Anya back and working with the group is nice. Even, even if she is a, a vengeance demon, which is, you know, probably not the best thing for her to be around them, but just that she's willing to help, even though she tries to portray that she's not, she, you know, she's a, itch, itching to help them out. Yeah, I mean, she she can't control her own instincts as the vengeance demon. I do think, I, you know, I'll say this, Xander handled that pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Considered, you know, how he's reacted to every other thing that's happened. I thought he was like, well, why not? And I really <laughs> I really like the, the other part, too, where, you know, well, he can't stop her, for one, and he knows that. But he basically tells you, you know, I need to know if I can trust you that you're not going to kill me. And I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, what did you make of the this final showdown here in the woods? Though Warren actually gets the drop on Willow and hits her in the back with an axe. I had totally wow, forgotten. Wow, yeah, that. I I forgot about that too. And I, to me, that should have probably killed Willow. She's just a human who's got Wiccan powers, right? Right. You would think that. Would, Why did it not? Yeah. Apparently, she's got some sort of a protection spell upon her that doesn't kill her for some reason. I don't know, but she's able yeah. to get up and pull that thing out like no big deal. I thought that was, I thought that was a little much. That we didn't need that. That was kind of. I didn't. I didn't need Willow to become Jason Voorhees. Right. Right. You know, I was like, yeah, that's a little. Uh, I was like, that's kind of lame. You know, like if he'd hit her over the head with a bat right. or something like that, I mean, that's bad enough and can be fatal, but I thought, eh, okay, maybe that would have been, but he had to bury an axe in her and then get it up. It's like, I guess it's, we're going out of our way to show you how badass Willow is. Yeah, now. but it wasn't like, needed. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, but you know, how, how about the way she ties him up and then she starts slowly drilling that bullet through his chest, uh, you know, and, and Warren's talking trash and then he starts begging for mercy. Well, yeah, I mean, what an idiot. Like I said before, he's, yeah. he's basically talking complete gar- trash to her. Like, I'm going to get out of this and you're going to be sorry you ever did this. And she's just like, come on. It's like, come on, dude. You're just making it worse on yourself. You know, she Big may time. have shown you a little bit of mercy by throwing that bullet into you and then taking it out.
out and let you know how it feels. But now you're just, you're sealing your own fate by insulting her the whole time. And I like how she shuts him up by tying his lips shut for a while. Right. Yeah. And just says, I'm talking and pull it, pulls it, pours that bullet deep, gores it deep into him till he feels how that feels nice and slowly it was mani- you know psychotic and maniacal of her to do and it was just totally nothing that i would ever thought i could see- watch willow doing and then the the topper jay oh my god when she skins him basically yeah, yeah when, when how about the line she drops on him right there remember that board now. now i was like wow that, that we brought that back and then yeah, she just fillets him yeah basically yep. and talk about I, just nasty and sets him on fire. And this is as Buffy and everyone arrives, yep. right? So they see what happens and you talk about disturbing. That was a, a really, really disturbing kill. Yeah. And it was just, oof, you know, so, you know, that's when she does the whole one down and moves on thing. And it's like, Oh, this is going to end badly for Jonathan and how- <laughs> or Jonathan, Jonathan. And Andrew. Yeah. And what do you so, think of her but- disappearing act? Why not? She pulled an axe out of her right, like five right. I thought before. it was kind of an interesting so, twist that she can just yeah. disappear. Yeah, might as well. This point, I mean, at this point, they're they're so fast and loose on the rules of what she can and can't do yeah, with all this magic point. that, yeah, you know, I mean, she she can walk around doing this kind of stuff. Then it's you know, it, that also bleeds to the point. Like, how did she get fooled that Warren's robot was not him? It was just a robot. Well, it's like she, she's the but it's like she it. said she felt his essence in it. So he's got something, some mojo in there that made her think that it was him. Which, by the way, when did he build that man? Good Obvious, defense mechanism. Obviously, he uh, <laughs> obviously he's very quick on building robots. I'm about to say this guy, even though his lair was destroyed work. last episode. By the way, yes, I, this guy clearly needs to go to work for like BASF. He makes the things that make we like better. <laughs> he could be good. He could have had a good career, Warren. If you just if you'd just been patient, Warren, you could have made a good salary as an engineer. But uh, <laughs> no, your your dastardly plans have led you to being skinned alive in the woods. How would you like to be the cops that rolled up on that? Like, when the hell did the Predators move? Well, I mean, he's gone. You know? <laughs> They're not going to pull up on that. So, uh, Well, yeah, there's going to be something left. No, oh, she no, burned right. him up. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He is totally incinerated. You're right. Well, I, I guess... The, uh, Nobody's going to know. They're going to keep looking for him for the murder <laughs> that he did on his ex-girlfriend, Katrina. So, Yeah, <laughs> wow. So, I mean, it, and that's that's it. But we're at the end. You know, That's the episode leading right up into the finale yeah well we are jay and so you know we're at the point of the dustings rating so what do you give season six episode 20 villains you know um i i didn't know that i was going to enjoy going down this road again um once we got to the, the home turn here but this episode is actually really well done and it's well balanced there's a lot of good um, dialogue back and forth, the reveals like with Anya that like we talked about and the reveals of also from all the demons and stuff and the, the magical people telling Warren how screwed he is and the fact that Buffy and Xander seem to be we're going to go with you Willow, we're going to try to protect you and then they're completely hopeless or helpless too and the dark turn that Willow takes is one I didn't expect to see. So I, I give this one a strong three dustings. I think it's a really good episode and um really sets things in motion for what should be an interesting finale as it were but i was intrigued 
to see how they were going to tr- how how they could clean this up yeah. after everything that had happened at the end of it. So three dustings for me. Yeah, and I'm going to agree on the three dustings. It's a good episode that really brings things to a head as we head into the final episodes coming up on the season and it gives us a a glimpse of what we're going to see and the the real thing here is um how can they stop Willow and will Willow turn on them? In the process, because yeah. they're trying to stop her from now seeking revenge on the other two. And so it's going to be interesting to see. So to me, this is also a strong episode. Um, and I give it a three dustings as well. All right, folks, thanks for joining us in this latest episode of The Art of Slaying. You can find more episodes in the archive section of our website, theartofslaying.com, as well as links to our Twitter feed and Facebook page. Drop us a line, leave us a review on iTunes, and let us know what you think. We always appreciate your support and interacting with you. Until next time, for Brian, I'm Jay. Thanks for listening to The Art of Slaying. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the copyright of Fox Television Studios, and any discussion of the characters, episodes, or music is strictly for entertainment purposes only. 